Yo, yo, yo! Check one, check two. Check one, check two, two, <laughs> three, four, five, and six. Yes, sir. We back on the DJ Booth Radio Show. I thought you were finish show. it. Two, three, four, five. Ain't that a back in the day song? Mm-mm. Ain't no like back in the day, Matt the Man, some type. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. It ain't Red Man, nobody. Oh, like they that. did do a song. Uh, yeah. One, two, the uh, L. Cool J. You put it in the count. You put it in the count. So I see well, I it don't, fact it, check you. It ends with. Okay. Of like words, not numbers. I'm going to research that shit. But no, <laughs> listen, please research that song for us and call me. What up, DJ Knowledge? What up, DJ Duke? I appreciate you forgot my name. Yeah, DJ Duke. I like you know what I'm saying. You studied a little I mean, bit. You I'm just saying. Say your whole name? No, or, you don't oh, know that either. Okay. I'm just saying. You yeah, talking I, I do. How was your weekend? I see you got a, a Jamaican shit going Man, on. Man, my weekend was good. Yeah. It was, it was, it was mm-hmm. kind of a tough week, though. Mm um, I lost two friends, man, oh, yeah, sorry, slash, yeah. uh, you know, clients. You know, most of my clients become That's friends. Tough. So yeah, I just want to say rest in peace to two good brothers, man. You know, I ain't going to put their names out there. But, man, mm-hmm. that was tough. But other than that, man, I'm, you know, still here, persevering. The week was good, though. You know, productive as usual. I'm doing my thing with the house still. So that was good, man. You know, how about your week? Yo, it's crazy, right? I think I say the same shit all the time. I really you don't know what you did. Yeah, I'll be forgetting, yo. But whatever it was, it was definitely positive. <laughs> yeah, that, that, yeah, that is for sure. Okay. It, it, you know, you know, you to come back throughout the show. You to come back. Yeah. Things like that. I think it was a Philly Friday thing. Yes, yeah, so it was. I come back throughout the show. Mm-hmm. But listen, man, we want to give a shout out to our sponsors. Yes, now indeed. let's you know let's give us your piece. Oh, give a shout out to our sponsor, Math Through mm-hmm. Music, um, Five Star Enterprises. Man, shout out to Math Through Music. Math Through Music is an innovative way for kids to improve their math skills through DJing. So it comes with a whole kit of a DJ controller, a laptop. It comes with a curriculum. Kids can improve their mathematics skills through DJing. So, of course, we all know how much we all love music. Mm -hmm. So to be able to tap into something that can help you improve your math, which is a universal language, is great. Yeah, absolutely. And also... Piggyback all that shout out to DJ Firestar, Kendrick Tillman. Uh, we talk on the regular. Of course, I've been a part of the program like three years. Mm-hmm. He called me the other day, and not to put the whole thing out there, but he was like, dude, you know, when you post stuff and you tag people, mm-hmm. be careful who you tag. Because who you mm-hmm. tag can ultimately affect business, yeah. right? Which okay. I absolutely did. But it was just the point of having friends like that. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. They really, really matter. So big mm-hmm. shout out to DJ Firestar. Yes, sir. I also shout out our official sponsor, Bolt Vodka. Bolt drink Vodka. responsibly. Yeah, yeah. Drink Honorably, yes, drink sir. and buy black. Drink bolt. Drink bolt vodka. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You know yes, what I'm saying? Sir, yes, sir. So, uh, the, the founder straight out of Nigeria. Uh, he lives in uh, Miami. So, you know, it's it's, it's definitely growing across the state, up. stuff yeah, like yeah. that. You're putting your work so, in. I see. Work, we got some yeah. announcements coming up in a second. But, yeah. man, we got a heavy got hitter a in the building. We got a special guest in the building. Let me call him a heavy hitter. Okay. Not we, a special guest. We, we got a heavy got hitter. We got him here, building. man. We, I've been yeah. talking to him for months trying to get him in here, man. Yeah, we got to talk got to managers and labels and <laughs> Barnes and Noble. And another nigga got a bookstore called me. Yo, what's up with you? <laughs> we got the guy to be. What's up, champ? What's, what's up, what's up, what's up, what's up, man, what's up, what's up? Tyree. My How you doing, champ? I appreciate y'all having me here, man. Thanks yeah. for coming, man. Definitely appreciate y'all having me. So if y'all don't know, I'm going to just give y'all a brief, a brief little introduction. My man, Ty, he just came out with a fresh new book. Yeah. It's called Dope Boy Fresh. But dead broke. Dope mm. boy fresh, but dead broke, man. Okay, so I'm going okay. to let him take over and explain how the the thought of the book came into existence. What made you come up with that? You know what I'm saying? And and just talk to the people, man. Yeah, so um, the title may throw a lot of people off, right? But uh, Dope Boy Fresh is basically, I'm, I'm from Baltimore, man. You know mm. what I mean? I'm, I'm, I'm from West Baltimore, Southwest Baltimore. Um 
you know, growing up, of course, in the inner city, you know, who we see and we idolize for the material things they have are the guys in the street, the dope boys, right? Mm-hmm. So we kind of idolize those material things, but the the, cat- the catalyst to that is, you know, we idolize something and we are trying to strive for an image mm-hmm. that a lot of times most of us can't afford. And even if we can't afford it, at what cost? Mm-hmm. That's right. deep. That's deep right there. Yeah. Hey, so, so, yeah. So, hey. so that, so that was the whole, that was the whole premise for the book. Yeah. Um, I tell my life story. You know what I mean about spending irresponsibly. You know, making a lot of money, losing a lot of money, um, and all the things that it cost me, man. Not just financial. You know, not just financially, but you know, relationships were affected as a result of it, and and it took me a long time. Yeah, to, to really get things under control to where I can start seeing the fruits of my labor. Yeah, I mean, I, I love the title. It's crazy. I, I love the title, and I, and I like to not know about the guests of the guests. So I can be real with. It. So let me ask you now. I come from Pennsylvania Avenue, mm-hmm. right? I know now I was going to say something. Anyway, so I, I come, of course, I idolize certain people, things like that. Yep. But do people don't understand how difficult it is to run a block, to be a dope boy? So if you sure. take them skills. Absolutely. And put it to the music, to book. You, I mean, you got to watch it back from the police, jump out boys, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, fiends, trying to get all type of stuff. So do you talk yeah. about that in the book too, like the structure of being a dope boy? I don't go as, as deep into that, right? Okay. Because simply, in, and, I, and I say in the beginning in the beginning of the book, I'm not trying to glorify. This, okay, I got you. Right, not trying to glorify the, the, the selling of, of, of drugs and narcotics and things like that, right? But... Um, it's something that we see, you know what I mm-hmm. mean? There's a lot of kids out there right now that's looking at the local dope boy as somebody they aspire to be. They see him, he's got the new clothes on every day, he got a nice car, probably got a nice-looking female on his arm, right? Mm-hmm. Got some money in his pocket. So those are the things that we aspire to as young men growing up in the inner city. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, we don't see a lot of the people that have made it out of our communities mm-hmm. in other ways, you know what I mean? Even some of the athletes. You know, they make it, they kind of untouchable. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? They, they, You know, look at the Carmelos. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? How often we see Carmelo come back in the city. It's not often mm-hmm. right now, right? Mm-hmm. But who we see and who they see on a day-to-day basis are the yeah. boys, right? So we just got to change that. Um, and, and that's what I talk about in the book. I talk mm-hmm. about just th- that shift, the shift that has to happen in the community so right. that what becomes the norm now mm. is no longer just idolizing the dope boys, but actually idolizing the entrepreneurs that are doing something different, that are mm-hmm. flipping the game. I get what you're saying. You, and you, you think that's realistically possible? Because, because you know, I deal with several artists around the country now as well. And we make music, we, we DJ music, we go to different events, and it, you, they glorify the the image of like you said hustling or having money mm-hmm. for right away mm-hmm. and then they even show you that in the in the in the music game or whatever they get killed in the end or go to prison but mm-hmm. people still want mm-hmm. they still want they that want lifestyle that for that mm-hmm. little bit of time right like, I know I'm even gonna die go to prison but for for at least six months I want a ball I want to just be you know what I'm saying like so it was like but I feel like on the on the on the front end mm-hmm. you know the book is about you know he gives the background of how we glorify the dope boy, but on the back end, mm. it's really about financial literacy. Like the mentality that we have, even from even as adults, you know, it gets into 
learning the uh, the business side of the of the artistry because because all we as young kids see is the artists on the videos, mm-hmm. the flashy money, the cars, the da da da. The same thing as the dope boys. Mm-hmm. But when you really get into the artistry and the business of music, mm-hmm. you understand like, wait a minute, all that was just. Lights and cameras and action, and like you see now, you older and now you already in the mix. So it was mm-hmm. like, and how oh, yeah. a lot of how a lot of artists get signed to major deals and then or or get that that advance money and then mm-hmm. a year later they broke because their financial literacy game wasn't up to par. So I think like in the back end of the book, really the the message that hits home is we gotta reeducate our thinking. When okay. it comes to spending our money, because okay. like you know, I like, I like that. that makes yeah, sense. so many let, let me, times. But then I catch you. Let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. All right, let's, let's bring up a real life situation. Absolutely. Okay, yeah. uh, you know, man, Crow just signed Arthur Empire. Uh-huh. All right, let's just say hypothetically, this 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 didn't happen because I wouldn't be here. Let's say they gave us a million dollars. I wouldn't be here right now. Right, <laughs> anyway, right, right. It gives a million dollars. Right now, you're artist. You coming from East East, East Baltimore? He got a million dollars today. Yeah. Like, where do you think his like, so he had to give himself an allowance to blow. Like, yo, I'm going to take 100000 buy whatever I want, materialistic, whatever, but invest. Like, how would you, what advice would you give him, you know, for breaking down that? If you if you had a million dollars given to you all at once, right? Yep. All right, so so this is something that, that, that I'm big on right now, right? It's credit education, right? Mm-hmm. Somebody posted um, in a group that I'm, I'm a part of, um, what would you prefer to have? Kind of on the same level. What would you prefer to have? A million dollars. Or 850 credit score. Right? I say 850 credit score. But see, the novice would say a million dollars, right? Yeah. Because you look at the money, the cash on the front end, right? But you don't realize that 850 credit score or that 750 credit score is equal to multiple millions yeah. if you manage it properly. Absolutely. You understand what I'm saying? So if I had somebody that had a million dollars, you know what I mean? I would sit down with them first, find out what his credit's like. Mm-hmm. Right, because all the things he's probably going to try to buy with that million dollars, if he's got great credit, he can get it on credit. Mm-hmm. He's already got the money to make sure he pays his bills, mm-hmm. right? But he can get it on credit. That way, he's building something. He's okay. establishing mm-hmm. himself. Okay, so, that, so let me be honest. That, that's, I'm real, real realistic on the show. I take mm-hmm. me fancy because I, so I lied. Mm-hmm. I definitely would take the million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just wanted to sound good. I, I, knew, you, I, I knew you were going to agree with me. <laughs> so I'm so my so that's you know I, I, I can't even remember. Let's just say I'm close to six hundred. Say where I'm at. So yes. average yes. credit mm-hmm. score. I take the million. Like mm-hmm. that's that's my main, my my mm-hmm. my goal. And I'll say, all right, I'm gonna take hundred thousand, go get my fan, you know, clothes, whatever like that. That I'm gonna invest. So you're saying basically, like, yo, it might make more sense to take the credit score, and that way you can like your money can stress, you can invest. I'm gonna take the million. That, I'm taking the million. Okay. Well, see, here's the thing. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying not to take the million. Yeah. Right. But what I'm saying, your your question was, is, oh, if you took the million, mm. should you take a hundred thousand of it and just blow? Oh yeah, it was my question. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So what I'm saying is, you take the million, right? You can put that million dollars in a, a interest bearing account, right? Mm-hmm. Right now the market's are kind of fluctuating, yeah. but you can take that and put it in an IRA account that's going to generate you about eight percent to ten percent. Uh, uh, interest on a yearly basis, mm-hmm. right? Ten okay. percent interest on, on a million, million dollars. That's a hundred thousand. That's your hundred thousand. You were gonna blow right there, right? Yeah. So you ain't got to touch. So the you cash. ain't got to touch the cash, right? And now you go and you build your credit score up yeah. because you got a million dollars. Any debts that you have, you can flip them and build them up. You add some trade lines to your credit, get your score mm-hmm. up to eight fifty. You can go out and buy your car. You can buy your house. You can get your mama a house. Yeah, you already got 
the million dollars, right? Yeah. So the banks look at you as a financially sound investment. Mm. They're gonna give you the money. They're gonna they're gonna front you the money to buy your houses, to buy your cars, and all they that. Know you got it. Yeah, you got the money, right? But instead of just and that that was a mistake that I made early. Yeah, I made a lot of money early on in my early careers, right? But I was spending everything on cash. Yeah, and then when you look back, you don't have any credit established. Everything that you bought is a depreciating over yeah, right. a period of time, mm -hmm. right? So yeah. now you just basically blew money. So how, how can mm -hmm. we change, um, like, like people in our neighborhoods' mindset? Because even me as a growing up, I get a mm -hmm. million. The first thing I'm not thinking, well, maybe now because I know especially meeting knowledge. But <laughs> now, I mean, I mean honestly, you're smart. You're one of the smartest people I know. So I would say, all right, I would reach out to somebody with financial, yeah. um, you know, literacy. Yeah. You know, my godmother, she does mm -hmm. that. But beforehand, I wouldn't do that because yeah. I'm just like, oh, I have a million dollars. Yeah. You can't tell me enough. I got a million dollars. Yeah. You know? I'm buy any car I want, anything I want. That's and so, most you know, of us, most of us wouldn't do that, though, dude. Yeah. And, that, and you know what? That speaks that speaks to us as men mm. and adults, period. Like, don't be afraid to reach out to somebody that may know more than oh, you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You see oh, what yeah. I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Like, we yeah. think, like, oh, I know everything. I got everything. Mm. That's not the case. Like, mm. even as grown people, bro, you're learning every single day. Absolutely. And, Absolutely. I would, and, and, and that's the biggest, mm. to, to go back to the million dollars, that's, like, one of the biggest tricks that we was never told. Like, mm. we think, oh, cash, money, you know, which I love cash. I would have took the mm. million dollars cash. But like he said, I probably would have put it in the bank and used that as collateral to get everything else. Because I would have yeah. said, all right, I got a million cash. Look, I need a $2 million loan. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? On my million. You know? Yeah. I believe you. I know. And, and go ahead and flip that $2 million, give them that back. It's, it's so like, now, see, I would have called now with five hundred thousand. <laughs> I would have kept five. Now, <laughs> but still, even again. five is great. Yeah, exactly. But you, you gotta look at yeah. it like you gotta look at it like by no means am I going to touch this five hundred though. That five hundred is just there to sit for show. Yeah. Because when you go in the bank and you like um. You know, you talk to the branch manager or you talk to the the person and you like, look, I want to open up an account and I need a line of credit of a million dollars. They like, whoa. What do you have, sir, to back up a million dollars? Well, mm -hmm. first of all, I got five hundred thousand cash. I'm getting mm -hmm. ready to put in your bank. Yeah. So now you, you, they gonna say, oh, well, sir, we can do, we can match your five hundred thousand. We can give you five hundred thousand loan. Yeah. You know because you got five hundred thousand to back Man. it up. Yeah. So now you, know, you, got now you walk out the bank with a, with a line of credit. You ain't had to touch your cash though. Yeah. I see. I see what you're saying. I mean, now not to stay on the finance too long until we get back in the book. But again, take myself. So I went to the mall today. Mm -hmm. Right. The whole point. Trip today was to get my daughter <laughs> Christmas shoes. That was the whole point of the trip today. It was mm -hmm. not to do anything else. <laughs> I get there, I see the gold jewels just came out. Okay. Uh, usually I get the alert to my phone. Right. That's it is bad, bro. It is bad. But I didn't get this alert. I'm in there to get her shoes, but I see them. Now I know on a budget, I, I'm I'm circling in the mall. This is really happening. I know it's funny, but it's real life. I'm pacing back and forth. The, the foreigners looking at me scared and shit. So yeah, I'm like, you pacing because you're trying, trying to think. Side. Yeah, I'm like, yo, I want these jewels. They might not be here in another day or two. Her Uggs want to be here. So I'm, so I'm, yo, I'm playing myself, bro. Like, this, but this is real life. So, yeah, it is, so it how, is. Do, how, how do you change that that mindset? Like, do I put myself on a budget? Like, yo, I can't touch this money mm -hmm. until this date. You know what I'm saying? Like, how can I like get better with that? Because I really have a spending problem. So again, that was my problem, right? So, yeah. So my big issue with shoes, man. My first job was in a, a shoe store. Right. <laughs> you guys probably don't, I don't know if y'all remember, right? So, uh, uh, Just for Kicks, that used to be down on Howard Street. Just for Kicks. Now it's probably, I don't man. think, I've probably yeah. seen it, but. Used to be, sit, used to sit mm -hmm. right across from the arena. Right okay. on the corner, right? Okay. So that was my first job back when I was in high school. 
Um, and literally, man, I almost probably owed the store money on paper. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It was yeah, that yeah. bad, right? That bad, you know yeah. what I mean? And, and, and little small things like that stick with you, like you said. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's my whole life. That's my whole life. Right? But those things life. started off when we were young. It was Absolutely. probably the first time you got some money. You got a chance because you always saw these things that you wanted. Yep. It was the kids at school that had it, the kids in your neighborhood. I like that. You know, so I can blame my uncle. <laughs> but I mean, my, my uncle brought me every joy. So I can blame my uncle. Thank you. Keep talking. Keep going. <laughs> but, but, but those things, right? They, they yeah. stem from a from a place when we were younger. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, that, that, this just like stuck with us as a habit, right? Yeah. So we have to learn some skills, right? So in the book, I talk about delayed gratification, right? That's that's a huge one. Mm. Um, you know, a lot of us don't delay the gratification because we want things instantaneously, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, but if you delay the gratification and focus on assets over liabilities, right? You can have all of those things that you want. It's just got to have a time and a place. Yeah. You understand? Know There's an order that things should fall in. But a lot of times we skip that order and we mess it up, right? So Rich Dad, Poor Dad, man, was the first book. That really started, that man. I'm mm-hmm. telling you, it was the foundation for me. It changed my perspective on money. It changed the way I saw the world financially, and just understanding those two biggest principles: assets and liabilities. So right? tell them the difference between assets and liabilities, because for people that's listening, that may not know mm-hmm. what an asset is and what Absolutely. a liability is. So the the in, in layman's terms, an asset is anything that puts money back in your pocket. Okay. By de- by definition, an asset is anything that puts money back in your pocket. A business puts money back in your pocket. Anything mm-hmm. that you can sell for profit puts money back in your pocket, right? A liability, by definition, is anything that takes money out of your pocket, mm-hmm. okay? A vehicle. Liability. The only way you can make a vehicle an asset is if that vehicle is making you money. Yeah, okay. A house is a liability, the only way that house becomes an asset is yeah. if it's making you money. Gotcha. Right? So understanding the, those basic principles, right? If you focus on the early years of your life on building assets, spending the money that you make on assets, you'll never have liabilities. But if you start off buying liabilities early on and you start building up your liabilities column, you'll never acquire assets. That's, that's mm. so real. By the time you get 30... Um, Thirty five. I'm, I'm already in debt. I'm yep. already yep. student loans yep. from bad. Like when I went to college for back, I'm just using myself. Mm-hmm. It didn't say, oh, yo." I mean, I knew what you got as a loan, but I didn't think I had to pay it back. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I didn't think I really got to pay it back. I just get there. Oh, yo, mm-hmm. five thousand. Got a little dog, and, 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 and that and that that tail is on because because me and Ty had these conversations all the time. Yeah, and it, and it made me think about a conversation we had about how um how us as African Americans do our children. When they reach the age of eighteen, oh, man. and how Woo. it's oh you gotta get out, get yeah. on your own, That's and you oh, and you immediately acquire debt. So yeah, you immediately. Do that. Whereas yeah. though other cultures, you can see they got households of of still the aunts, the grandmother, the uncle, two families, but everybody getting money. Everybody. But everybody's paying down. Imagine if we lived in a two hundred thousand dollar home, the mortgage might be around two grand. But it's six of us living in here, or eight of us living in here. So that's only like two hundred fifty dollars yep. coming out your pocket for the mortgage every See month. See how smart he is. I wouldn't have got that. <laughs> I couldn't have wrote the two thousand dollars. But, but, but we talk about that all the time. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Every time, yeah. you know, this, these are just conversations that we have. You know what I mean? But yeah, that, they good. That's a good friend. Yeah, but y'all both went to poly. 
Nah. nah. I wish you went to that cover, man. Cover is Cardinal Gibbons, man. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Watch. Yeah. What? He graduated from Poly. Oh, yeah. I thought you went to Poly. No, sir. Man, I look at you totally different, man. No, sir. Man. I look at you totally different now, man. I appreciate you, chat. You come back anytime, man. Yeah, I thought you went to Poly with him. Nope. No, he man. I ain't gonna call him, bro. Good. See, you ain't trying to tell me that. You ain't telling me that. I didn't know. Anytime a Poly person come on, yeah, you know he went to Poly, yo. Because I know my Poly people. Oh, that's what I didn't know he's a man. I can't remember which Okay, okay. I graduated. Now he don't like to tell me all my schools I went to. Oh, now he said two he schools. He said and called no, He said two schools. Say, but what did he say first? What when when he graduated, he graduated oh, from? So he asked me. They say claim cover, man. They said what school I went to, and that's how I went to Mount Saint, Saint Joe. Joe. Okay. Then went to Saint Francis. Then I graduated okay. from Carver. There you go. <laughs> What's so wrong you came, with that? You came through the Catholic school system. Oh, absolutely. So, if I could know, do it again, I, I would. I would love my son to go back to Saint Joe. Yeah. I mean, it was it was different because all boys, all boys. I talk about that in the book too, man. Because those. Those two worlds, oh yeah, coming mm -hmm. from the two worlds. Oh yeah, you learn everything, to, man. Well, getting a chance to see mm -hmm. those two sides of the track, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Just the principles. Yes. Well, well, just a quick question: What was your favorite subject at, at, at Cardinal Gibbons? At Gibbons, history. That's wow. I didn't like my teacher. That's my mine was that mine was that and, uh, and world world history and religion. Yep, my mm -hmm. two favorite. I, yep, subjects. same thing. Same thing. But see, I had to. I didn't like my I didn't like my history teacher. Right? <laughs> yeah. I, I just didn't like him. Yeah. But the information was was good. Right. Oh, yeah. I would oh, never yeah. tell him that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I would never tell him yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But the information was was good because what he did was something that ever since then mm. nobody else has been able to tie together for me. But because it was a Catholic school and we had religion as a class, mm -hmm. he was able to tie together the historical correlation with religion. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Places, time, periods, time wise, mm -hmm. and it was interesting, right? Because I was a church kid. You know yep. what I mean? So, so having somebody mm -hmm. that can tie those historical, you know, historical mm -hmm. dates along with the same you know what I mean? Yeah, I, went, I went to church Monday through Friday. Wait, <laughs> with a new psalmist, okay. Cybership, AI. So I, I totally understand. Yeah, that. Let's get into the book. Let's get into the book. Yeah, so, so how was the book moving? I mean, how, how was? The support, the sales. Man, sales are good, man. I I really appreciate my community, man. I got some people on live right now that they, they chimed in to, 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 mm. to see me, man. So I definitely appreciate that. Um, the book is jumping, man. You know what I mean? I've, I've had a chance to be on a couple different radio shows, a couple different podcasts and promote yeah. the book. Um, I've been promoting it, heavily promoting it since July. Um, and things are going well, man. Um, I, I told Knowledge that I had a special announcement for the day. Oh yeah, and I, and I DJ kinda, Booth Radio. So it's right, got my soda ready, right? And I kind of, I kind of prepared, I kind of prepared everybody online for the special announcement, right? So the special announcement is the second book is already done, mm, right? Mm, I released nice. the second book already. It's already on my website. So oh, it's already out. It's already out. Oh yeah, it's already it's a different out. type of announcement. Usually, announcement comes before. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It's already out. It's B. already out, man. So I like the, that. One. So the second book is like already. That. It's already out. It's uh, Dope Boy Fresh, but Dead Broke. It's a young man's guide to financial intelligence. What? Right. So this is step two. Right. So, like I said, Rich Dad Poor Dad, man, was my was my inspiration. Mm -hmm. um, Kiyosaki was kind of like he laid the groundwork for me, and this is kind of me paying homage. This is for anybody that gets a chance to read this book, even in the next one, you'll mm -hmm. see the similarities in the sequence. Because Kiyosaki's books, for, for those that don't know, mm. Rich Dad, Poor Dad was actually written for nine-year-olds. To mm. comprehend? To comprehend. Wow. A lot of people don't know that, mm. right? Okay, go ahead. I ask you a question. Yeah, say. so it was written for nine-year-olds. So, 
if you go through the series of all of his books, it takes you through a timeline of his life and it's the lessons that he learned so during, during different timelines of his life, right? From his from his best friend's dad, which was his rich dad, and from his biological mm. dad that was his poor dad. Mm-hmm. Now I want to read the book. Oh Which man, it's like a must I, read. I, I heard about that read. a lot. Well, let me ask you this: when y'all when you're writing, do how do you pick the how difficult the reading and comprehension is? So my goal for anything I do, I'm 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 not a one. I'm not a big writer, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I write now, and I started. I'll, I'll talk about this. I'll kind of step back to it, right? But yeah. I try to write on a level that anybody can comprehend it. My target audience for this book is. 17 to 30 okay. year old, you know, African-American male, you know what I mean? Dealing with a lot of the same issues that you just agree, yeah, you know, admitted to, yeah. that I dealt with, you know, and that a lot of us deal with. We in the inner city, the influences we see, you know what I mean? It's fast paced, it's flashy, it's things like that, right? So we can have all of those things that we want. They just have to be in, in a time yeah. and place, mm-hmm. right? And, and, with, and within reason. So, that's what I try to do. I just I try to talk to my target audience. Gotcha. So the next book in the sequence is really a guide, right? So it's kind of a it's a workbook. So there's there's some Q and A's in there, mm-hmm. some spaces where you can actually fill in and answer some oh, of the questions book? in the right. next one. Oh, the next one, the second one, yeah, right? okay. part two, right? So um, there's like Q and A's in there that you can answer, um, and it, and it's just a guide. It's ten chapters. You know what I mean? It's an easy read. It's about 95 pages, but it's straight to the point. And it's and I'm actually giving you, in this book, I give you a lot of theories, a lot of concepts. But in that book, I'm giving you actual action steps. That's mm-hmm. dope. Right? Drop the, um, the website where they can find it. So the website is www.awakenedblackman.world. Okay. Awakenedblackman.world. Definitely going to put that on the site. Yeah, man. Oh, yeah, I see. I, I like it. So you, have you read it now? I have. I have. Uh, when he first, before the, the before the book was actually released, he like exclusive. he showed me how to um, like download this app where I could um, have it like as an audio book. So I could ride like in my car and, and the phone will be talking to me. So can kind of like Siri. Yeah. yeah. So if, if, if now, that, I, now I'm good with that. I couldn't read. Right? I'm not sitting there reading. I'm not, I, I can't do audio that. books, man, save yeah. my life. I can, I can do audio yeah. books. Audio books yeah. yeah. changes life, the game, though, because you, you know you can ride around in your car. You know how we always yeah, driving somewhere. Like, you choose, and you could put it. Yeah. You could put it through your. Uh, you Bluetooth. know how you put it through your Bluetooth, or you could put it through your phone. And like when you when you load the words in the app, the phone reads the word. Now, so now you, this might sound. I don't, it might not sound crazy. Who voices? Well, you could pick a male or a female. Yeah. Oh shit! But it sounds like kind of like Siri, almost yeah. not like that's Siri. Right. But, but now, but that's the free ones, right? There are paid apps mm-hmm. that you can pay for. Yeah, that's actually got professional, and they sound just like you. Yeah, and I'm, you. I'm, I'm actually mm-hmm. like I said. See, I, I, I think of things that keep going, right? Mm-hmm. Let's just say they might take out there, like somebody that you idolized growing up. Let's just yep. say I don't know, fucking Oprah. Uh-huh. Say Oprah. I would love for Oprah to read to me tonight. You know what I'm saying? And I just go and I yeah, just but that's go to Oprah app and she just reading the but book. That's and shit. What I'm saying is there are, there are already apps out there like, that's that. like you that. just wow. have to pay for them. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. That's, so, that's that's mm-hmm. that's that's amazing. Yeah, man. Yeah. And my son will read anything Black Panther. Wow. Well, I know he passed away. Yeah, yeah. If Chad, Any, if Chad anything Black Panther, my son yeah. is going to read. Yeah. Anything, you get what I'm saying? That's, yeah. So that that might be a better tool for our African American community because we idolize that. So we say, you know. If the biggest drug dealer reading or got mm-hmm. all your, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm just mm-hmm. being real. Like, yeah. right, yo, I'm going to check it out. Yep. So, I mean, that, that's the something that just came to my mind. That's that's dope. So, I would love to uh, 
The audio, I would love that. Yeah, man. Mm -hmm. So the audio book, so the audio version of this book, the audio is already together, right? So what I was able to do, um, my kids, man, shout out to my my, my sons, my Mm -hmm. older two sons, uh, Tyree and Tyler. Mm -hmm. They're musicians, right? They're musicians, producers. So... I was actually going to go down to to Texas for one of my one of my best friends lives in in Austin. Mm-hmm. He was actually going to read the audio book because he's got that you know what I mean voice. He got that voice. Right? Okay, but um, I'm sitting there thinking I'm like man I want to make this project a family project right because this is a legacy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You write something. This is going. This will outlive me. You know what I yeah. mean? And this will be around for my grandkids and my grandkids' grandkids. Gotcha. Right. So. What I did was my my boys decided they hey dad you know what I mean we will actually want to be a part of this project mm-hmm. so they read the audio book for me right so mm-hmm. we split it up in the two in the in the two sections one of them did four chapters the other one did four chapters and I rolled it in the end right so the last chapter in the book is called words live by it's just a chapter full of quotes okay. right because a lot of people that you know may not read the whole book. Just those quotes, those takeaways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's people like skim through, like positive. It's it's more it's more like positive reinforcement, almost like when you read Proverbs, absolutely, in, in the Bible. Yep. Like it's just positive stuff to to kind of like feed your brain with, you know, because that's that's another way how we how we change the mindset, you know, same way how um, mainstream radio keep playing the same song over and over mm-hmm. and over. That's if you right. want to change your mindset, you got to start feeding your brain other things like. Like in that audio, you could have a whole. Uh, I'm I'm sure there are videos on YouTube of just positive affirmations being spoken, like on a whole YouTube channel. Absolutely. Yeah, I got you it. See it, what I'm saying? It, like if you and, yeah. and you feed yourself that in the morning, as opposed day, to yeah, <laughs> yeah, little baby, right? I'm a fuck yeah. son. Nothing, you're, you're, like, you yeah. will, you're, your mindset will change. Your yeah. mindset will change, I, and, your, and your energy will change too. I, I, sure. I totally agree. Peace. Another question, kind of going back on the financial tip. I mean, that's what I'm, I'm you know. That's what's up. Is what I believe is coming my way. That's what I'm here for, <laughs> so man. if I if I get a, if I, another scenario, artists get fronted three hundred thousand, mm-hmm. right? But of course, it's fronted. Means he's got to pay it back. Yeah, he got to pay it back. That, now he has nothing. He might make thirty thousand a year, mm-hmm. if that. Right. So now he get now said a lot of people say I ain't taking no front money. I ain't taking no three hundred thousand because mm-hmm. blah blah blah. Now can you take that three hundred thousand? Call my credit guy. Right, mm-hmm. set some stuff up yep. so that way your interest on that three hundred. You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. but they always make it like it's a bad. So even our own black people, when they get famous, they tell you don't take no deal like that. No. Don't mm-hmm. take a three sixty deal. It's like, yo, why mm-hmm. wouldn't I take? A well, it's, it's about it's a, it's a uh, well. You go ahead, Ty. So what I would say is the reason a lot of people say don't take it is because they already know the influences that are around you, right? Mm-hmm. So if you know the influence, if I know that who you hanging out with all the time. Is the heavy has the heaviest influence over you and over your decision making process? I'm gonna give you the best advice possible and say, don't take that. Yeah. Right? Because that's the best advice. It's based on who you surround yourself with, who your circle of influence is. But if I see that you are trying to shift your circle of influence to people that are mm. giving you sound advice, right? And instead of you listening to people that don't have money that's mm. already thank making you. bad I, I, decisions. Thank you. Thank you. 
Right. Why do we do mm-hmm. that as black people? Well, we it's, it's not just black people to do it, man. See, I, I have a reason I don't know them. I mean, I'm with the St. Joe's. I'm cool yeah. with that. Everybody. I'm just yeah. saying. Mm-hmm. I'm just speaking from me. So I, maybe I, I said it wrong. From my perspective, it's like, yo, like, even with women, they talk to other women in the same situation. Yeah. Like, I have friends that don't, you know, a different situation I can call and talk to. Like, mm-hmm. now to say it, that's important. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I just think we just need friends to have the, the mental that you have with money. Because people just mm-hmm. don't... Circle I think people do it. Man. We just don't know people that circle, do it. Circle of influence. Yeah, I, yeah. I, think, I think that's a great a great thing. And okay. then, you know, we got to start... Um, We just got to start... You have to really want the education. Like, it, it's not... And you can go find it, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, like I said, Rich Dad, Poor Dad is like a must-read. That's kind of like your... Your introduction that's to the foundation, man. Yeah, that's the foundation. They should, te- they should teach it in school. Yeah, they and, should. I'm, I'm like, I'm like real. I'm gonna tell you why they don't teach it, right? Because the education system, the collegiate education system, would suffer severely if they mm. taught it in, in high school. Mm. Yeah, it would suffer severely. You would have less people going to college. Because if you understand the principles of mm. buy assets, you actually open the door. That, that's a tough door right there. Mm. Right? But that, but you yeah. have that right? right. So if you have more people understanding buy assets, <sighs> not liabilities, and you start living your life <laughs> like that early on, yeah. then you don't see the benefit of spending thirty thousand, fifty thousand dollars on an education that's not guaranteeing you a job. Right. <laughs> Bro, right. they might cut the show. <laughs> they cut us off Apple. It's real talk, though, man. They might cut off show yeah, talk like talk, this. Because you're right. If you introduce that, that's to say, I'm from, like I said, my area, Booker T. Washington. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'm a Christmas addicts. These schools, you start implementing like programs like this, mm-hmm. Robert C. Marshall mm-hmm. and William Penny. This is West Baltimore. Yep. Mm-hmm. East Side, Lombard. You start like the hood schools. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got a problem. Yeah, and that's, what, that's one of the problem. things that that a lot of people that go to college yeah. pretty much complain about is like school didn't teach me for the real world. Yeah. School kind of like made me assimilate to what the employer wanted, you know, pretty much how to be a good employee. Yeah. You know, it didn't teach you really about finance and bills and how to manage your money. And that's not even on the entrepreneur side. That's just period. If I go yeah. get a job. Why am I why am I living check to check? You see what I'm saying? Like that that's seventy percent of the of the population. It's actually more than that. It's just, it's more like eighty five. Eighty five percent of the population. Yeah. It's broke. Yep. And Trump gave us twelve hundred. Hey, you don't even get the mall. Don't even get the joints. <laughs> you see, man. <laughs> but I want. But I want to switch. I want to switch gears right quick because yeah. we uh, we always ask our guests. How important is the DJ, Ty? How important is the DJ? How important is the DJ? You yeah. guys are like the, you guys are the spokesmen for the community, mm. right? That's the DJ, right? So you guys have the influence. You have the ear of the community, right? So if more radio shows had segments like this on a regular basis in our community, this is what we would begin to talk about, right? So you think about what you end up talking about. You know, at the dinner table with your friends, a lot mm-hmm. of time the things that you're listening to on the radio as you're riding down the street, as you mm-hmm. ride down the road, mm-hmm. the conversations that you hear, right? And, and you know, people start reposting conversations and, and things like that, right? So if topics like these are talked about more on the radio, fre- I got you. more frequently, this yeah. is how you start to change the community because you change the conversations in the community, mm-hmm. right? And even for you, just like, you know, just like you said, you know, I, I just don't know, Right. 
some people may be listening to this right now and say, man, they talking way over my head. Mm-hmm. Well, a seed was planted today. Mm-hmm. They may be more interested. Right. They may not even be interested right now. I'm going to tell you, man, honest story. The first time I was introduced to Rich Dad, Poor Dad was, was when I was 19. That was the very first time, right? Mm-hmm. I was working for a company called MCI Worldcom. That was like my first big boy job, okay? I was introduced to it then by my mm-hmm. team leader. I wasn't a reader, you know what I mean? I struggled reading books, actual books, books. I thought mm-hmm. I had a learning a, a learning issue, right? So it wasn't me reading, read, you know, actual books, books, but I had a, like an attention thing to mm-hmm. just sitting down focusing on it. Audio books, that's when I found audio books that started to change my life because it was almost having some like somebody talking to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? I was mm-hmm. used to that. You know what I mean? I can dialogue with somebody all day. I can sit and listen to a lecture if it's intriguing to me, right, at the time. So it wasn't until I was in my 30s that I picked Rich Dad, Poor Dad back up. Mm-hmm. And it, it hit me because I was actually running my own business at a time, and I was... I was looking for the information myself, right? And because I was looking for it, I was dialed in. I was able to listen to it every morning. Yeah. You know what I mean? Literally, I set myself for a whole year and a half, man. My schedule was I woke up at 6.30 in the morning. The first 45 minutes of my day, I ain't turned no TV on. I wasn't even checking the weather. I put my audio books on. That was Mm -hmm. my routine. Every day while I was was getting ready for work, I I put an audio book on. Mm -hmm. So the first 45 minutes of my day was me feeding my brain something that I needed, right? Mm-hmm. And what that did for me is it started changing my perspective, mm-hmm. my daily perspective. Regardless mm-hmm. of what happened yesterday, how yesterday may have ended, you know, this morning I woke up and I got 45 minutes of a brand new perspective from a mentor. Right there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it started, it set my day off on a, on a great course because... Mm-hmm. I just had a new outlook for the day, mm-hmm. you know. That was a, that was, was your first. That was your intake for the morning, you know, Absolutely. which which yeah. set the tone for your entire day. Absolutely. You know, like yeah, it's that's true. That's true. That talk. by far was the best DJ question answer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was. The best. That was a, I'm sorry, everybody. I mean, we had guests with six million followers on the show. I love you, LA Boston. That was that was that was amazing. Tell the truth, anybody agree? That's what's up. I mean, what he said, and, and, and like I said, I give him his flowers. Being a barber, yep. you know, even though to me he's mm-hmm. not a great barber, as you can see. <laughs> this is this morning. Uh, this is this morning. Uh, I do it every show. Hey, this is this morning. I know. I already know. I know. When I found out, I wouldn't say that. Now speak for yourself. That was this morning too. No, so now listen, yeah, listen, listen. Yeah, I, he we, on, we on air. I'm gonna keep your, your book selling going. <laughs> so yeah, man. So, so, but no, I'll do so. Now there's definitely he he does a lot, and I, I would love to bring another Bob up too to find out like, yo, how do y'all deal with? Because he tell me how to deal with stories, but mm-hmm. like I wanted to do some Bobbers take stuff like home and oh, mess yeah. it. You know what I'm saying? Like of yo, course. my man told me today he going through this, so I go home. I'm I'm, I'm just mad. You well, know what I'm it, well, well, at the same time, you know. You you gotta learn. It comes a point where you gotta learn how to detach yourself from um, job, from yeah. other people's problems and oh, just yeah, yeah. and just uh, the job. You know, like at this point, you know, early on, I would say, um, even early on, you know, just dealing with customers and clients and stuff, and they mm-hmm. and they coming in and and it does have a toll on you, take a toll on you at some point. But then you get to a point where you like, all right, 
I can't uh, allow this to 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 infiltrate yeah. when I go home. It's it's kind of like another another um another occupation that that goes through the same thing is like nurses and people that work in the ER. Like my kid's mother, she used to work in the ER, and she used to come tell me stories about stuff. I mean, is you talking about yeah grimy glory? Type, like you like yo, what the you got to deal with that type? You know, so for them to be able to detach. And yo, it, it takes it takes some time. Like it takes yeah, some mental I, fortitude. I yeah, I mean, before we get out of it, real quick, Sandy with DJing, it's like like we DJ. So real quick, mm-hmm. like, like you might you might be like, okay, but this is the truth. I hate DJing care parties. Oh, Still yeah. book me. Yeah. Still book me for DJ party. But I can't stand a fucking oh, kid party, yeah. yo. It's like the worst in it's the worst on the planet, yo. What's the what's the age range? What, what, what I, I would say anything under anything under fifteen. I, I okay. it's, it's it's yo, and my daughter's eleven. Yeah. So it's like dealing with my daughter. Gotcha. You're never going to please her. Yeah. And then when you get your then, then it, like I said, I can't say too much customers probably. But yeah, we'll talk off air. But it's very difficult. Yeah. But but I've learned to deal with it. Yeah. So I, I had one last week. I knew when I went there, it was going to be what it was. that situation mm-hmm. when I got there. So I was all, I said, well, I just need a couple hundred dollars. Why not? Mm-hmm. And I went and I just had my mindset. Because my, my wife, you asked, she's like, how do you deal with that shit? I'm like, because I saw her in Texas. Yeah. Yo, the, like, no disrespect if she watching. The mother texted me. And the daughter's, I want this song. And the mother, yeah. I want this song. And this song is inappropriate. Right. And I'm like, are you fucking, she walking around the Megan Thee Stallion? What the fuck? Right. You know what I'm saying? But just, you know what I'm saying? So you got to decipher, all right, am I a bad DJ because I'm doing what the customer want? Gotcha. Opposed to what I feel is morally right. Gotcha. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, so yeah, it, yeah. It's just dealing with all that. Yeah. And then I'm thinking about my daughter, Benny Levin. I'm like, so she listening to this Megan Thee Stallion. Do she know what Megan's really saying? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, you can't right. stop. It's just, so it's just so much stuff that we deal with. And DJ, like mm-hmm. you said, now you write a book. So it's like, mm-hmm. it is kind of hard to shut it off. So, mm-hmm. like, you're, you're a professor. Have you ever written books? Like about like not so much I know what you came from with the finance but like just other things maybe some of your drama situations thinking about doing books like that you know things of that nature um my series right so so I have an initiative man it's called the Awaken Black Man Initiative okay right, right. so what that is it's um it's a fatherhood support group mm. okay in its in its most simple you know explanation um it's a black fatherhood support group mm. okay. Um, I feel like we are, we are the 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 misunderstood out of the bunch. You know what I mean? The people, you know, we don't get talked about much. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Half of society feels like we don't exist, Damn and, right. and and the mm-hmm. other half of society, you know what I mean, kind of looks down upon us, right? So it's a fatherhood support group. Um, everything that you know, the focus of the group of the initiative, man, is one teaching financial literacy credit education, but also mental health, right? So mental health reinforced with positive affirmations, positive, you know, positive messages, everything, right? So just like you're saying, it, that's kind of like my genre because I can speak to it. You know what I mean? I went through a bad divorce. Yeah. I dealt with the child support issues. I dealt with being apart from my kids for a significant amount of time and dealing with the emotions as a re, as a result to all of that. So I can speak to that directly, right? And and I know there's a lot of other brothers out there that can speak to that same yeah, thing. Yeah. So I guess it, it's probably still tackling that same thing that you're saying, but just mm-hmm. from another angle, from the angle of the person that's supposed to be the head of the house. And the goal is to, to help us regain you know, our role as head of house and leader of the household you know what I mean, as it should be. Because if that's in place first, mm. you would never have a parent that ha- and with that kind of 
Yeah, yeah. Now, yeah, 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 before we got it, you shout that out. Y'all, y'all seven members. I'm pretty sure I know a lot. Absolutely, of man. So, yeah. so we right now it's a Facebook group, right? Okay. So it's a um, it's a group. It, it's called the Awakened Black Man. So if if you go on Facebook, look up the Awakened, Awakened Black, Black man. man, right? So um, definitely sign up. Um, I'm going to be doing a podcast and a, and a live show, right? And and what I'm looking for, I'm looking just for for dads, man, black dads, um, that want to get a chance to tell their stories. Right, they want to get a chance to talk to some other people, some other guys that's going through very similar things that either have gone through it or going through it right mm-hmm. now. We get through it together, man. It's, it's we're a community, right? Mm-hmm. So we each have to build each other up, man, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and that's how we prepare, the, you know, mm-hmm. prepare the world for the next generation. That's one of the biggest uh, strong up. points that, as a barber, I have seen throughout my career is how so many guys are go through the same things. And then one like the way the way the, the universe works, it could be crazy because the same person that's going through something, the mm. person that might be in a chair already done been through it, or yeah. vice versa. Yeah, and yeah, so yeah. they get to share the wisdom, like, yo, I just went through that. Boom, boom. So they come in with the questions, well, how did you deal with boom boom? And how did you go through this? And and that's how we uh uh ascend to 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 the solution. You know, through having those communications in the shop. Like I said, man, this dude sit and talk for hours. Like you think yeah. you think he's crazy. You should meet his dad. <laughs> like, shout out to Pops, man, because I met his pops before I even met him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause we had the shop out in Woodlawn and his and his pop would always be like a pops. Like he'd be always sitting there just dropping jewels, just talking. And you'd be like, man, this old who's this old dude yeah. keep talking, man? Like, man, I mean I'm talking about he talking. Yeah, a couple he, customers like but that. But he talking good stuff though. There's a couple of them like that. Yeah, and like he he's gonna say something that's gonna catch your attention. Mm-hmm. You know, out of all the things he's and like you said, like I always joke you about you done everything. Mm. He done everything. He had every job. Yeah, just yeah, yeah. let it go. He, he done everything. Just, yeah, just, but shout out to Pop, man, because yeah, like when did. I met him, I met him and his dad together at a comedy show. Mm. Shout out to uh, Caesar, because that's Caesar we Bell. know each other through Caesar, yeah. too. Kind of like Caesar Bell a little bit. And, Y'all related? That's just a hat, man. Okay, so <laughs> maybe the shape Maybe the shape oh, We got four go. minutes. We got there four go. minutes. And then it's, it's, so after the show, he was like, yeah, man, this is my Pops. And I was like, man, we look at each other like, that's your father? I'm like, yo, it makes sense now. You know, it makes yeah. sense. After talking to him and then talking to his pops, I'm like, yeah. yo, it's crazy. It's that's, crazy. That's the beauty of the world. Before we get out of this, shout your IG out where they can get the book at. Yeah, man. So, um, like I said, Uh Definitely go in there and check me out. Um, IG is, uh, uh, what is that? Awakened underscore black underscore man. Okay. Um, you can catch me on Facebook at the Awakened Black Man as well. Um, definitely follow me everywhere. Follow the uh, Awakened Black Man Initiative. Yeah, just follow the brand, baby. Yeah, follow like, follow yeah, the brand, brand. Man. He got all type of stuff, man. I, hey, man, we looking forward to working with you. I appreciate definitely. it, man. Uh, yeah, DJ Knowledge. Uh, you can catch me at DJ Knowledge, D-J-N-I-L-E-D-G-E on everything. On everything. So yeah. put the swag on everything. And me, SIN DJ Duke Live on all social media platforms, SIN DJ Boo Radio Show. Quick announcements uh, tomorrow night, we live for Eye Candy uh, for all the showcase brought to you by Mosai Bold Expressions. Powered by DJ Boo Radio Show. Friday, we have a comedy show, Omar Terrell at yeah, yeah. Sully's Comedy Factory. Also, so uh, 
uh, powered by DJ Bull Radio Show. We just move around yeah, the communities. I, I, I think I'm going to come to that. Um, Shout out to Hilarious Omar. Yeah, you know. things like that. Happy birthday, Uncle Will. Strip Club King. Y'all okay. know Uncle Will? Uh-uh. Yeah, it's his birthday this Saturday. He laughing, so he's an old school player. <laughs> you ain't got to ask why he has that. That's old school player. That's some old school player. old school player. Like whippersnapper. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, but yeah. then you just say you wet behind your ears, boy. Shout out to the, yeah. yeah. You know you try to tell me that when I first met you? Yeah. Yeah, well, you kind of wet behind the ears, boy. <laughs> right. Yo, you ain't the real. Now he see what I be talking I'm about. I'm grown. I'm learning. Yeah, you know, yeah, you see how he talking about. See, you ain't a real old school player. Oh, I'm not. <laughs> see, he got the hat with the flavor. I get my, I get my. Listen, you know what I'm saying? I got plenty of old Your pops, yo. And, and cats that I talk to that yo. I give them all the props, bro. You got one client, though. I don't want to say his name. The one who used to own all the clubs. Old school dude used to own all the clubs. He a preacher. Yo, oh, Rav, oh, oh, yeah, Rav, yeah, Rav, Rav, yeah, 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 yeah. I just talked to Rev the other day. I, I checked on him, man, because, you know, Rev about 70-something. Yeah, this dude. Pushing 80, so he, yeah, yeah. I would check on him, you know, with the just, COVID he, stuff. He be putting his, yeah, it is, yeah, yeah. check on him. So, he, man, he dropped, he dropped some stories, bro. It, yeah. It's funny, it's funny. I always laugh, right? Tell me what y'all think about this, because I yeah. always laugh, right, at the old heads, because I be wondering if that's going to be me. Mm. You ever you ever talked to old head, but you didn't heard the same story? <laughs> Like ten times, like he told you that same story ten times. Yeah, but every time it's every right. time he see you, right? But it, but it, but it was good to him. Yeah, every time right, 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 right. He had to yeah. make sure you knew that that story was good to him. Every time, but every time, the same story at least two times a week. Yeah, be like, yo, I just about that. Right. Yeah, 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 I do, bro. Yeah, yeah be like, you my, know, but, I, my father do that too. He be like, I don't remember how I told you this, but uh, I like, yeah, you told me. I tell you, man, we got literally ten seconds. It's good to have a good father in your life. Good father. So man, we got we got more stuff coming up. We we'll see y'all next week at the DJ Booth Radio Show. Yeah, yeah. Peace. Thank y'all for tuning in. Peace out. Each and every Wednesday, tune into at the DJ Booth Radio Show, powered by At Wise Guys Entertainment. It's Baltimore's talented DJs and MCs talking about trending topics, live interviews, and artist spotlight. The DJ Booth Radio Show cares about the community and is always giving back to area school. They support new local artists and shining light on up and coming talent. Each and every Wednesday from 1 p.m. to 2 p.m. Every Wednesday at 1 p.m. It's where the future of entertainment lives. Don't miss it.